Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Be Unique Radio's Manifest Monday with Mary Brotherton. On Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern, Mary and her guests share manifest success stories and tips for how you can learn to create the life you've always wanted. Jillian Harris is with us the second Monday of each month. The Conscious Cougar herself and our generous sponsor will join the show. You don't want to miss Jillian's dynamic personality and manifesting knowledge. Now grab a pen and paper for Mary's phone number, then just call her with your questions about manifesting and the law of attraction. Here's that number, area code 516-418-5651. Don't be shy. Welcome, 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 everybody. This is, let's see, what is today? It's 11.01. How about that? We wasted a whole minute. <laughs> and it's also September 11th. Look at all those ones we've got. Good gravy. All the what, the all the, all the what we've what got? Was that? A lot of what ones. I mean, it's, it's, it's 11 oh, yeah. It's 9 um, Right. I, I, I know a lot of people get all bent out of shape over 9-11, but I, I look at the numbers and I, you know, don't worry about things I can't control. Um but I'm just excited that we're all here together, and we have two callers so far. There may be more waiting to hear Beautiful. from Jillian. So, Jillian, without further ado, I'd like for you to start speaking, darling. Awesome. I can do that. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. So, yeah, I wanted to, you know, one of the things I wanted to say, like, I – Still, I'm hoping everybody knows that we're still talking about um, life after life and really how to connect. Um, that's what I want to talk about. And that's what I want to share with people, how you can connect without having to hire a medium because we all have that ability. And um, But I wanted to also be clear and say that I'm I'm not here to connect with your loved ones today. That's not what this is for. We don't have enough time. We just got an hour, you know. <laughs> and I think folks don't realize how much time that takes because they might watch stuff like, you know, um, that New Jersey medium lady who I, I just love her. But they edit some of that, you know, so that she can, boom, immediately see your folks. Um, and sometimes she does immediately see them and, and communicate about them. Um, but otherwise, it does take some time to, like, you know, sit and get into trance and, you know, all of that good stuff. To make the connection, you, and if then I can also, interrupt for just a sure. second, Jillian. Yeah. I have people who call me on this show when you're not with me, which I love uh, it when you are. Um, but also on my Friday show, which is called "Go with Angels," and okay. they immediately say, "Have you got a message from my angel?" I'm like, "I don't do that." <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and I know that you do, but even yeah. if, even if we were doing that today, it's not something that's instant. Um, right. You know, and, and, and um, I think it's important for people to understand that you're here to help us all learn how to do what you already can do. It's more right. of a teaching situation. 
Exactly, and just even just to explain uh, the whole thing better so folks understand it, and I think just understanding it um, helps you get in a place where you can do it. Um, but another thing that happens a lot, a lot, a lot uh, when you're going to sit and actually call in the loved one that you want to talk to, um, other folks can pop in. Because mm-hmm. we don't get to control who's coming through the door. And no, and you know what's funny? I have um, a couple of friends who are extremely gifted mediums. Um, yeah. They've been doing it for years, and right. um, they can usually summon people pretty instantly. Right. But any time I've been around them and they've been trying to do readings for other people, if I, whether yeah. they're for an event or it's just a casual, oh, Mary happens to be here and this other person is blah, 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 my right. grandmother. My paternal grandmother comes through, and she was she a small woman. She pushes her way woman. through, and she says, I'm first. <laughs> Basically, that's exactly what she does. And yes. um, the, the first time that these two women encountered my grandma, it, she was a force to be reckoned with. And right. she, she started explaining, I'm not sure who this person is, um, but I, you know, she just described her to a T. Wow. I said, it's Grandma Worden. I'm sorry. Um, can't I can't do anything about it. She was a force to be reckoned with in life, and she is after life. So do what you got to do. opportunity to communicate with you, right? Yes. And so yeah. what? basically what both of these women did, say, Grandma, if you'll back up, we're kind of working with somebody else right now. We'll get to you in a minute, but I promise I will give Mary your message but right. you've got to give me a minute. Right. And her messages were, they weren't like, oh, the world is coming to an end or, you know, you're going to stub your toe. Nothing really dramatic. It was just more or less, just tell her I love her. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Oh, my gosh, yeah, I've totally seen that. And I remember a situation um, where someone wanted to speak with someone, and I have never been an organized medium. I call myself a sloppy medium. Things just kind of happen when they happen. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, I tell folks, and you want to speak to your Aunt Margaret? Okay, I tell you, what's, you say her name is Margaret? Okay, got it. I will let you know what you want to say to her, you know. Let me know. They're like, oh, you can't do it right now. I'm like, no, but when she pops in, I will let you know. Because now that they've asked me to do this, it's just it's in my consciousness. I'm open to it, and it is going to happen, but it may not be right then. It may not be that day. It may not be that yeah, week. Yeah, six weeks from now. Yes, and Margaret will come through, and I will remember what you said, and I will tell her, and I will reach out to you with what she says to me. <clears throat> Interesting. Interesting yeah. story. On Friday, I had two women call in. We were discussing their particular an- angel named Andrew. And I had yeah. two callers. Hey, well, if your angels are Andrew, ask Andrew if he'll talk to my angel, Gertrude, and blah, 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 you know. Right. And there was this one, this one woman whose name was Carla. She said, I don't need to know my angel's names. I don't need, I just want to know about this guy. Oh, well, we're sorry. This is not the show for that. So right. we, you know, we finished the show, and a woman listened to it later, and she reached out to me, mm-hmm. and she said, "Please tell Carla her angel's name is Margot." And Margot would not let me alone until I promised her that I would reach out to you to see if right. you could reach out to Carla. Right. Which 
that taught me a lesson for this show, and I am doing this now. I keep a record of everybody's name and number so that right. if a message comes through later, I, we can reach out to you after the fact. Oh, I didn't awesome. do that for Carla. So right. I had to make a whole brand new show that said, oh, my oh by God. the way, Carla, if you're listening, here's your answer. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Did you ever hear from her again? Not yet. This was just Friday, so she hasn't oh, wow. had okay, got long. It. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. I hope that she gets that. That's amazing. Wow, wonderful. Well, yeah. So, yeah, that that's something, though, to know um, when you do begin to do this, that we can't quite um, figure out who's going to come through the door because we're not in control of that. Yeah, and we can't be control fanatics if we're going to do this properly. Right. You have yeah. to release and surrender. Yeah. So, you know, another thing um, is like in the class that I'm putting together, I'll be ready to go in about three weeks. Um, there's steps that I teach people how to do, you know, the whole uh, breathing thing for us is so important to, I think, just to be free enough to um, take yourself to that that level and that place uh, where you can really communicate. And if you're doing shallow breathing, you're not going to get there. It really needs to be a certain way and deep yes. and um, yes. that, you know, and um, there are these steps to take. But then what I, in my book, that is 99.999% done now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you find that I haven't taken any steps. I haven't sat and gone into any sort of a trance and then boom, my dad is right there. And then, you know, things that just like happen constantly. My mom, we have uh uh, I would love to tell some of the um, things that we have experienced with my dad, who passed away four months ago, um, almost exactly to the state, um, in the last four months. I mean, our house is fully haunted by him, which is beautiful and wonderful to have such a sweet spirit, you know, hanging out with us. Uh, but the footsteps have been amazing. Footsteps, we have tile in the foyer area, like from the front door all the way to almost the kitchen, and you pass the, like when you come out of the primary bedroom, you walk across that tile to get to the kitchen. And and from the front door, you know, just in this, this area, there's this tile. So my dad has a particular walk, and when he puts on his street shoes and he's ready to go out, he's also quite a dresser. Um, he just, you know, has this very assertive, step and I had heard it a couple times from downstairs um, and I thought wow you know one time it just kind of just lightly reminded me of my dad and but I let it go and then another time I was downstairs and I and I hear the steps and it's about 1 p.m. and I was having a lazy day and I like to help my mom she's 91 she's got a bad back and um, you know she, she goes into the kitchen I want to be there for her if she needs to reach for something she used to be 5'3 but she's like 4'8 now and, oh. <laughs> and um, you know if she needs to reach for something or if she needs to carry something it might be too heavy so I hear the steps walk across the tile from the primary bedroom to the kitchen area and I'm like oh my god she's so cute let me call her and let her know that I'm going to be there right now and I ring from my phone to the house phone and she answers and I said hey I heard your cute little feet walking across the 
the dial to the kitchen. I will be right there. She goes, I didn't walk to the kitchen. And I um. go, um, just now, you did not walk to the kitchen. She goes, no, I'll walk for you right now. And she stands up and she walks. She's in her bedroom. And I'm underneath. And she's she walks, uh, I guess, towards the bathroom. But in doing that, she gets to walk across hardwood and then some carpet. And I hear nothing. I don't even hear anything on the phone. And I'm like, you're barefoot. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, wow, that was dad. And uh-huh. um, I said, because I just heard his footsteps. And then I go, now that I think about it, you kind of shuffle. He does not. He <laughs> has a clear step, you know. And um, and it walked from um, your bedroom to the kitchen. And she goes, no, that wasn't me. But you know what? The other day I heard that, and I opened the bedroom door, and I looked into the hallway, and nobody was there. That kind of thing. And it happened to her again yesterday. <laughs> And and what that is about, I love talking about this. It's the first that the 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 veil between this side and the other side is super duper thin, like really thin, like it really almost doesn't exist. But it is a tool, I think, to help us stay in focus in whatever dimension we're in. And um, so it's super thin. And then the other thing is. Oh, my gosh, I got into this whole big thing, not only in my new book, but uh, with, a con- with a friend of mine, with regard to um, dimensions and uh, transitioning and when you actually do cross over or whether you're hovering. So my dad hovered for a while, and he has crossed over, but the fact that our soul, one soul, can is multidimensional, simultaneously is the reason that he's able to live here. He's living in this house, but in Mm -hmm. a different dimension, you know, and now he has crossed over. So there's, um, I mentioned John Holland's book last week or last month or whenever I was here last. And, um, and there's this part in, (laughs) yes. And there's this part in there that really kind of, troubled me because the first time that I got to see my dad in a visitation dream, and visitation dreams are real. Those are actually happening, and they happen during our sleep because we are in a place where we are more accepting, less fearful, like not fearful at all, and can really embrace and be in the moment without the physical stimuli, the external stuff that happens in our waking time. And um, so, so many people ask for um, those visitation dreams, um, pray for them, because they know they can see their loved one again, talk to them, get a last hug, you know, yeah. go for a picnic, have a, have a, have a time together. Um, but so anyway, the first time that I saw, uh, the first time I saw my dad was not a visitation, it was a portal that I was taken to. And whenever I see anything through a portal, um, I tend to go into what seems like a closet, and the closet is dark, and then there's going to be a window. And I open that window, and boom, I'm there. Portals will transport you to wherever in a flash. In an instant, you're suddenly in the North Pole. In an instant, you're you know you're on that ship, you're on that plane, you're on the in that place. And so portals are cool that, that way. Um, but 
I have always, it's always been evidential to me when I do that, I do the portal. Most of the time when I do a portal and I'm seeing what's happening on the other side of it, um, it's usually stuff going on in this lifetime. So I'm able to call a person and go, yo, are you in Turkey right now? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I saw you at the train station and it said Turkey. And I'm like, what's he doing there? Like, you know, and so I actually will get affirmation that what I saw is true. And I've had that so many times that now I get that what I'm seeing through the portal is actual fact. Um, but so in this case, I did see my dad as he was getting acclimated on the other side. And I saw friends who were helping him. Um, you know, in that, and he wasn't completely happy. This was like within a day or so of his transition. Um, he was cordial and had a smile on his face, but I could feel the heaviness in his heart still. And um, then the next day or so, I have a visitation dream where he actually comes to me. Um, and in this case, I was in our kitchen upstairs, and um, Visitation dreams are so great. I hope that there are people on the phone who want to share those. Um, but I'm standing in the kitchen, and the and I'm about 10 or 12 feet from the door that leads from the kitchen to the garage. And that's mostly where we come in and out of. So that door opens, and now I see my dad. And it startled me because he was presenting himself um, as the body, like in the body, that was at the morgue which looked dead. It was almost a walking dead moment, except without scars and all that, you know? Um, right. But, like, his skin was really, 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 really dark, and it just, like, startled me. And so he stops and he steps back for a minute, and I could see the concern in his eyes. He did not. He loves me. He doesn't want to scare me. And then I realized that it's him, and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Come in, come in, come in, you know? And I run over to him, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't, know. I didn't expect you. And so he comes in, and he's got tons of like documents and paperwork and and everything and basically he was coming to share with me um what i needed to do now that he wasn't there the stuff that he hadn't done and and what i do for my mom and what happens around the property which is kind of extensive and i can't believe he did all this by himself and stuff like that um so we had that meeting so now I'm reading um, something from John Holland, and he was saying, you know, if you, in a visitation dream, if you see your relative, but they don't look healthy and vibrant and happy and, um, like, uh, healthy from, like, their best years, then that's not the loved one. I'm like, what? It's an impersonation. Yeah, or it's some other person, you know, there are pranksters on the other side who want to, like, get into a mediumistic moment and, you know, just be heard and be seen, and they're hovering, and they're not really crossing over. I mean, um, those folks are the reason why I get called to clear houses, you know, why, you know, when there's a, a, a personality that may not be a bad, mean personality, but there's something going on in the house, and the people want, the, those are those folks hanging out hovering. Also, folks do hover um, in this dimension um, to wait for loved ones, to hang out with loved my ones. My father, you know, my father yeah. did that for 30 years, more than 35 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, he had, we all knew that it was him. He'd come around the house and hang out and he had a special little knock on the door and everybody would say, well, daddy's here. 
and uh-huh. we we all knew it was him. I mean, sometimes the door right. was not the door. It wasn't like the front door. It was, but it was the, the knock that he would use on the front door. But we could be out in the right. yard and gathered right. around, and we'd hear that knock, and somebody said, oh, Daddy's here. And right. after my mother died, about, I think it was about nine months after my mother died, Right. By that, you know, she had to do her own crossing over. But yeah. um, my father came to visit my son, who was in his mid-30s, and he was living in my mother's house at that time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Matt called me on the phone and goes, Mom, I saw Pops today. I'm like, do you remember Pops? He goes, no. I was not even two when he died, but right. I know it was Pops. Right. He, you know, he said... I was sitting there doing some work on the computer with the cat on my shoulder and eating dinner and getting ready to go to work all, you know, 30-year-old, doing right. everything all at once. He said, and all of a sudden I smelled cherry tobacco and a little bit of coffee, and then I heard that knock. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Did he have <clears throat> something to say? He said, oh, yeah, he had a lot to say. <laughs> he <Right>. just... <laughs> He said, I, um, this is my last visit here. I'm glad you're here taking care of the house. Thank you for that. But I am now with my sweetheart. So tell everybody that I won't be coming back here anymore. Right. So he yeah, hovered that's... and he waited more than 30 years yeah. for my mother to do her job here on earth and cross over and finish right. her crossing so that they could mm-hmm. be together. Right. And see, for him... It wasn't like looking at the clock going, dang, when is she going to come on now? It wasn't like that because there is no time. There is no time on the other side. That's why I said yesterday when you said, you know, last month or whenever we were together. I'm like, yesterday, because there is no time. Time is a construct that we have created for ourselves. And, you know, what's interesting is I had an information last night with Gus, God, Universe, Spirit, Source, Um, about how I should communicate with him, it, she, her, them, best. Right. And I remember I was lying in my bed as I was drifting off to sleep and this thought hit me, how do I do this? Am I doing it right? I'm always worried about, am I good enough? Right. So I, I was thinking, I had the thought in my head before I started thinking the thought, if that makes sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when we think it physically, maybe our lips aren't moving, but our right. mind our mind is moving. But before that moment of whispering to ourselves, we have the thought. And right. so I I asked, is it necessary for me to physically out loud speak your name and invoke you? Is it necessary for me to whisper it or to whisper it in my mind? Or can I just think the thought? And they mm-hmm. just laughed and laughed and laughed. And, you know, it was it was very interesting because for the sake of um, being more efficient, I always want to do it the right way. And I right. realized there is no right way. There is no wrong way. There just, there's just the way, like the Mandalorians say. This interesting, but, you know... I wondered if it was more powerful spoken out loud. Sometimes I feel 
like I'm oh. I, maybe that's just my own being um, creating yeah, more was, power. That was the impression that I got from them, whoever they are. Uh, uh-huh. That every way works, right? But as you put more energy to it, you know, there's a certain amount of non-energy for the thought that's before the thought. Then there's a an energy for the thought. Then there's more energy when you whisper it to yourself, or right? You say it softly. And then there's another energy when you say it a little bit louder, and even more energy when you get animated and you shout it. And right. And and by God, put it to music and sing. And there's right. even more energy. And they love that. I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. They love right. the energy of whatever we can do. And and this applies to God. Angels, universe, spirit, source, our loved ones. Mm-hmm. They love that we are still able to get animated. They love that we're able to share our physicality with them. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, you're right. Um, there is more power to the spoken word. Right. Um, I know that um, when it comes to um, spirit beings, especially our loved ones uh, uh, on the other side or uh, associates who are now on the other side, they want to present to um, you, for instance, if you see, uh, you know, um, um, I don't believe in ghosts necessarily, but when a spirit forms on the side, like you see the fog or you see an apparition of some sort, um, I was always taught, because at the beginning I didn't say anything when that would happen. I would just like be wide-eyed and like smiling, you know, and just looking. I didn't want to interrupt. But then I learned from my mentors that, you know, no, oh, my God, it took so much energy for them to, you know, present themselves on the side and you didn't say anything oh my gosh so granted you know there's a telepathic ability they've got telepathic ability they could tell in my head i was going wow but they wanted to communicate with me and i wasn't really listening and i wasn't really saying anything so i learned from Jillian, can these you first moments can you just stop and think for a minute i know um you have lived in uh away from your parents for a while. Yeah. And can, can you just imagine living in your home? I mean, like right now I live in Florida. My my mother lived in South Carolina. That's pro- probably an even farther distance. Mm-hmm. I would drive to visit my mother. How would I have felt after driving six hours to visit my mother if I walked in her door and she just looked at me? with her mouth open and didn't say, hello, hi, I'm so happy you're here. Come give me a hug. You know, just sit there and stare at me. And smile. That would be, that would be, um, psychotic. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Absolutely. And I I get, I get that the spirits feel the same way. And in fact, the book that I'm working on, I talk about that a lot that, you know, if you see certain numbers, they are attached to certain angels. And, or, you know, uh, the angel, the archangel Metatron loves to appear in the smell of spices, spicy, Mm. spicy foods. So sometimes you might see a picture of a pepper. Go, hey, Metatron, how you doing, buddy? I see you over there. Right. 
And, and, you know, it's the same thing. Our angels want to be acknowledged. Our loved ones want to be acknowledged. Right. And, I mean, I know there are a lot of people who believe that when our angels cross over, that they've gained an angel. You've certainly Mm. gained somebody who can be on your side. Right. But the other part that I wanted to bring up is if you cannot do that, if it's not appropriate at that time to speak out loud to the, you know, angel that you're seeing or the spirit or your your relative that's, you know, come to hang out in the courtroom with you and nobody else can see them but you, it may not right. be the right time to talk to them, right? And so when my dad first showed up, in fact, he popped out of his body at the hospital and was immediately in the living room here at this house. And my mom was chatting about him at that moment, but, you know, it was other stuff, and we were pretty traumatized, but um, making it, coping, you know, in these early moments. And so I see, I look to my right, and I see the air is moving. Um, I almost want to say, do you remember the movie movie uh, the movie Terminator? Yeah. Um, and so there was an invisible force but the air would move kind of like vapors yes. and uh, um and that's how you knew that there was and you were looking for this thing it was like transparent but not really well this happened in our living room and there was this mass of air that was like i want to say almost like gasoline vapors the way the air would move in in that oh, case yeah. i knew i knew for sure that that was my dad but i and i said to my mom you know dad is here right now and she said, I know. But she said, I know, because she didn't mean, she didn't, she thought I was being figurative. And I meant literally, no, he's right over there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just let that go. And I realized that I needed to communicate with him, and, you know, and acknowledge him that he's there and let him know that I knew. And so I just did everything in my, um, in my power at that to be really clear with my thoughts as I communicated with my heart and my mind to him, knowing that all we can do right now is telepathy. And so I could read him, and I, you know, did the best I could for him to read me, and I know that he got it. Um, But I knew that I could not speak to him right now at that moment because my mom would have thought I was joking and would have, you know, um, uh, interrupted the communication. And so I didn't want that to happen. So I just wanted to to say there's a lot of ways that we could do it, and we're not locked into one. But I definitely speak out loud to acknowledge, for the most part, like 99% of the time, when I'm um, in a moment when I know that the Spirit has come through, I acknowledge them out loud, especially if it's my dad. I'm like, hi, Dad, you know? Oh, yeah. he speaks and I, you know, and you can't hear that uh, with the physical ears, but I can hear it telepathically and then I acknowledge, mm-hmm. I, I respond verbally out loud. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I, it was so amazing that we're, you know, we're basically having the same conversation, you're to, you today and me last night about, uh-huh. about this, you know, there, there are so many ways to do it and it's, you know, my mother used to constantly say, time and place, Mary, time and place. You right. Know, sometimes it's not the right time to do it a certain way, and sometimes it's not the right place to do it a certain way. And you have right. to know your audience. You know, if you've got a room right. full of people that don't know what you're talking about, I mean, I can't tell you how many times 
I've been told growing up that I needed to be institutionalized because I was obviously crazy because I was talking to people that weren't there. Yeah, obviously, girl. (laughs) Yeah. Glad they didn't get you. Well, my mother said it started when I was four. Oh, that's beautiful. One of her older relatives said something's wrong with her. She's talking to people that aren't. She's got imaginary playmates, and she's too old for that, and she doesn't blah, blah, blah. Put her in a home. She's crazy. She's nuts. My mother said, no, she's not. She's talking to angels. Leave her alone. And I think my... I think my mother said that this particular relative stopped visiting because my mother obviously was crazy, too. Right, obviously. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Oh, my gosh. And there are those who see it, you know, for religious reasons they are opposed. Yeah. But what I wanted to, um, I'm anxious to hear what folks have to say on the other line, but we will talk more about uh, the hovering part, which I just, is so beautiful. And my dad has crossed over now he has crossed over but he's still here he's still you know yes and you know um what's beautiful about that is that he's in this beautiful state and when i see him he's just so handsome and you know and everything he's not presenting like he did yeah initially um when he was so traumatized but it took a minute it took a minute for that to happen, and there's this philosophy that, and, you know, I don't want to say that any, just like there are different religions and stuff, maybe it's all true, you know, but what I know is um, that people take time to fully transition, and the transition doesn't just, it's not done because their body is now dead, their physical body. It's not done yet. Um, and there's stuff that's going on on the other side for them to really make that transition and, um, and, and fully cross over. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like my friend Lori, she, um, Lori Camacho is an amazing um, trance channel and medium and clairvoyant. Uh, Laguna Beach, but she uh, says that, you know, her dad always presents himself to this day, um, drinking alcohol and smoking cigarettes. He Uh is not healed. He's not healed. He's not, he's not, uh, he's not crossed over. And with the work that Lori does, she's like, trust me, I have tried, but he, he was murdered 38 years ago. And uh, when he was murdered, he was drinking and smoking. And that's how he presents himself now. Because that's how uh, he sees himself. Yeah. And he just hasn't let go of that. And that's part of what happens to some folks. To not let go and be stuck in that moment. Stuck. And it may take him another 30 years to get past that. Yeah. Exactly. And as mediums, we can't control that. All we can do is be witnesses to the process somebody else is having. So there's that. So, hey, who's who's on the phone and wants to talk to us? Well, we've got, um, right now we have one, two, three people. Some people have come in and dropped out. Yeah, sorry it took so long, y'all. No, it's okay. It is what it is. And sometimes people have phone trouble and they can't say or 
Okay. And then sometimes like Jillian the cat, and I and she talked to me. So I had to pick up the cat so he quit harassing me. So I'm I'm just gonna start down the line the in the okay. order they called in. One okay. of them has called us on this show before. Her okay, name awesome. is Wendy from California. Hi there. Hi, thank you. My name is Wendy from Rancho Cordova. Awesome. Hi. Very nice to speak to both of you. And um I'm very impressed with you. Um I uh, I I'm trying not to be offended by my attorneys. Usually they're very quick to respond to any question and they've done a lot for me. Um but I brought up some concerns regarding an additional benefit in my policy for long term care. Uh the value is five thousand dollars and I wanted to and uh, the attorney said that he he looked back at all my uh, questions in the past uh, with the company, and he didn't say anything. But I remembered that I had spoken to somebody on the phone about this, and there was a conference call with the insurance company. And I contacted her, and she gave me the date, and I emailed the attorney, because that would be further evidence. I, March the twentieth, uh, twenty twenty, I believe it was, uh-huh. and and it, and so I, maybe he can pinpoint the date by that way. But I I I haven't heard from Kevin or Eddie. Um, do they <clears throat> are they glad that I'm their client? Are they basically? not wanting to be bothered with me what's going on oh okay she wants a reading got it well i did i (laughs) I could tell when you were talking i'm like hey wait this isn't exactly what we were talking about let me pull out my tarot cards right quick let me see what's going on and i do see that they are balancing uh some things and it's a little bit awkward and so that's what you're feeling um but i also um get that they're you're in a final push this is going to go through what you need them to do um, in a moment, uh, a figurative moment. Uh, they're almost there, and maybe because you're calling, that's happening. But um, it does seem like they're, it's not that they're over it with you. They're just kind of hands full, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed by me? No, by everything in their office. Oh, they're they they're very busy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that and so you know, it uh, sounds to me like they're just like not keeping it together very well, and that's what's happening. Okay. Well, I don't have a response, and I'm not allowed to call the insurance company because obviously my attorneys protect me, and. Um, so it's, uh, I don't bother them unnecessarily. And from my point of view, I was very succinct. And in my mind, I gave them, I showed them exactly where to look. Right. And um, so will I ever hear from Eddie or Kevin? I see that you will. I'm just uh, 
got the Ten of Wands, which is totally about uh, the part of the journey that you're on right now, which is feeling like a little overwhelming. And um, but this card indicates that you will be able to drop off your your load, so to speak, in a place where you can get some assistance, and and that will be soon. Within the next months, I would hope. I hope so too. I don't do time very well, but I can read energy. And it is okay. in process. I see that. All right. And my current caregiver is a young lady by the name of Jamie. She seems very nice. Um, will she be with me for a while? Uh, can I trust her? Yes. I'm getting a yes on that just because um, I'm getting a blending and, and a harmonizing. And it sounds like you guys are actually still in process with that, but that it's a positive and that's where it's going. All right. And um, do my my beloved father, Ralph, and my beloved mother, Luana, and my beloved uh, brother, David, are in heaven, do Mm -hmm. any of them have a message for me? I'm not doing messages, but I will say that they are with you, of course, and that's what we've been talking about. Um, And I'm really wanting folks to be able to get their messages from their relatives immediately without needing to wait for a a once-a-month radio show or podcast (laughs) and um, without needing to call a a psychic or or, or medium and and hire anybody or anything um, and to be able to get these messages because they want to speak to you as much as you want to speak to them. As much as you want to get a message from them, they want to give you a message and get one from you. I would well, start... very, very reassuring. That's nice to hear because uh, they validate to me that love exists. Yeah. And uh, I hope that I've been a, a, a good daughter and sister and aunt. I'm sure that you have been. Oh, my gosh especially just from what you just said. That's awesome. Well, thank you. And um, I, uh, regarding Eddie and Kevin, there was talk about what's called a buyout where you they interact with the insurance company, and instead of paying me monthly, uh, that would end if we all agreed to a big dollar amount. And... Um, I'm not so sure that would be in my best interest. Uh, that would be great if it is, but are, are Eddie and uh, Kevin still looking at that? Or, the, or May I interrupt for just a second? Wendy, you're, yes. you're getting into some really complex theories here, and we're almost out of time. We've only got about 15 minutes left, and we do have other callers. Um, if, if you want a personal reading with Jillian, I really yeah. suggest you reach out to her on her website, theconsciouscougar.com, and try to uh, you know, set up a time to talk with her in more detail. Exactly. From my website, you can email me, and I would be looking forward to that, and we could totally set a time and, and take some yeah, time to and, really and- answer your questions. And I will be honest, Jillian is one of the more reasonably priced mediums I've ever run into. Thank you. Um, You're very welcome. (laughs) 
But uh, that that's what I would recommend because we really need to get on to some other people. I've already had two people drop out because they've run out of time just sitting here on hold. So Okay. Um, thank you very much. Wendy, Absolutely. thank you for calling. And please call back. But also, like Jillian was saying, remember to breathe deeply and, and you know, don't do that shallow breathing. And right. just ask. And, and ask with your words, just like you're asking us verbally. Go find a nice, quiet place where you can talk to your your loved ones and ask yeah. them um, right. for help and answers. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Okay. Thank you, Wendy. All right. Hope to talk it's to you again, Wendy. Have a lovely right. day. Bye-bye for you, today. All right. The next one is Pat. She's called us a time or two before. Hi, Pat. Awesome. Hi. How are you both? Good. Good. How are you today? Yeah, I thought about you a lot. You helped me a lot with my dog Chance last time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing pretty well with it. Um, yeah, boy, a lot of people are dying. So mm. I remember um, a psychic saying a lot of people are going to be leaving since Chance has been to be more people in my life. But Wow. Uh, I don't know what you'd like us to talk about or ask i would like to ask a question but it may not be appropriate for the show if you want to talk about um you know people on the other side what what would you like us to talk about oh we just wanted to know did you have like a particular question i do but it's not about someone on the other side okay is Is it about somebody on this side (laughs) yes Yes. (laughs) you since you're here go ahead and ask that question Okay. I'm I'm absolutely absolutely smitten with someone. I have not okay. been with anyone twenty five years. Okay. Um so there's it's all very new and he is very, very, very different and younger and it's clear um yeah, the difference is uh he's kind of mental and well, he's kind of old fashioned guy. Um, even though he's younger than me, um, thinks more in his head than, you know what, he's going to be very busy with his life and not probably share a lot. I am, this is like unconditional love, though, that I feel for him, which I've not since I was 18. Right. And I, you know, I think we'll be friends for life, but there's a strong sexual attraction. Mm -hmm. And... I think I'd just like to know if he could at some point match my feelings that I'm feeling for him right now. I'm, I've got boundaries around it um, physically, but we do have some intimacy. And um, that's it. I think that's what I'd like to know. If okay. he will ever match my depth of love that I have for him. Well, I get a yes on that. And I'm not just saying that because that's the yay answer. I actually do get a yes on that, that that is a possibility. Um, But I'm also getting that at this time, he may be going through some things that could feel a blockage in that respect, like he may not be thinking um, along those lines uh, because of what he's going through in his, his life, like maybe financial stuff that could be overwhelming at this time. But ultimately, um, overall, I get this as a really positive association. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very busy. He's start, starting his life again, 
concerning work. Um, uh-huh. he, he he really manifests really well. And also maybe thinking of trying to get some land away from all this stuff that's going on in the world. And also, I think his heart has probably really been scratched pretty bad about a marriage relationship past that um, he talks about it a lot. I wonder if Uh I should just leave it alone or try to help him understand that, you know, that's a wound and you do have the potential to be truly loved, not necessarily by me, but, I mean, he's just such a lovely person. He deserves. Right. And well, I don't it's know interesting. If I should... One of Go the ahead. cards I'm looking at is uh, the Five of Pentacles, which is totally about being immersed in your um, issues and trying to fix things and uh, bring money together and, and stuff like that and just looking at the problems and kind of being downtrodden about it. But the truth is, if once he raises his head up a minute he will look around and realize that part of what he's looking for or has been upset about is actually available for him and he doesn't need to be upset about it anymore and it's also um, like he needs to finish resolving some of the issues before he can actually do that you know and so um, he's in a process right now okay yeah yeah you can feel that yeah oh do I do and Unfortunately, seeing more than he does, I see it. He's going to manifest right. it all. Yeah. Um, but but I, I sound like a Pollyanna almost when I'm trying to, you know, be enthused for him. Because as right. you say, yeah, he's more exactly where you say he is that I don't necessarily, he doesn't communicate that, you know, the depth right. of it. So, right. Yeah. Got it. You're, you're right on. Awesome. Well, yay. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're and welcome. Have you a, Appreciate have your a call, great day. Pat. We'll talk to you again another time. All right. Okay. Um, our last care. caller for the day yeah. has never called this show before, but I think Jennifer okay. is here from Canada, and she's called oh. um, other shows. Hi, Jennifer. Oh. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good thank you. Um, my question, I, lately I've been getting a lot of buzzing in my ears, is how do you differentiate, if, if it's a spirit, if it's a guide, what are, um, and if you ask and you're not getting an answer, what do you do? If it's a spirit, I was, I, in my brain I went, is, is it spirit, is it a guide, is it my blood pressure, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm thinking that there are several ways to do that. Do you meditate? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Because if that's happening, I, I would really get um, familiar with meditation so that you can instantly, without a lot of hoopla, go there, just even for a few minutes to get that quietness, that quiet space in your mind is the first thing that needs to happen in order to be able to see stuff on your screen, on your, you know, um, I want to say on your audio screen too, you know, inside so you can hear um, and be able to be attuned to um, the frequencies that are probably wanting to communicate with you and probably are communicating with you. And that's one of the things that happens with especially folks on the other side and guides and angels and all of that. A lot of it is so incredibly subtle. 
so subtle. And so now that's what we're working on to sharpen our abilities to capture subtleties more readily. So you're getting the buzzing in your ears, which I've heard about. I haven't gotten the buzzing before, but I've heard that that is um, a sign that spirit is trying to communicate with you. So if that happens, then it says to me that I need to get quiet and focus. And then I want to ask you, do you believe in Gus? <laughs> God, universe, spirit, source? Well, yeah, I do. Okay, because then that gives you a place to go to empower you even more to sharpen your abilities so that you can more readily get the communication. And I want to also say that this is a process. It's a process that, you know, just like building muscles when you work out at the gym, it's exactly the same thing. And you get better and better and sharper and sharper. And the other thing is you're going to start to get symbols. You're going to start to see symbols in your head. And those will eventually be like a, um, a dictionary for you. Uh, and they will each mean a different thing. And so when I see a bowl of what looks like um, fruit punch, I used to think this was a good thing. There was a party going on. But I now know when I see a bowl of fruit punch, actually there's been violence. So, And I'm sorry, I don't know why I just brought that one up, but th- th- that was one of the first symbols that I, um, that, I, that I caught when doing a reading for someone. And then over time, I realized, oh, my gosh, that's what that means. So every time I see that, that's a uh, bummer. <laughs> and I've been right every <laughs> single time when I see the bowl of wow. fruit punch. Yeah, wow. exactly. So you want to um, look to see what your symbols are and what a symbol is for you. It may be that symbol may be something else for a different, you know, reader or psychic or um, person doing that. So you're in the beginning, and I just like want to say awesomeness that you're getting signs that you're being communicated with. Well, I got one yesterday, and it was yeah. strange, but I knew it wasn't what it was so sometimes things are just what they are right but this uh, there was a fly in my vehicle my windows were open i'm right. driving it's not leaving me but it, and it wasn't biting me lately but flies have been biting but it was landing right on me looking at me and i knew it was a messenger but right. i'm like okay but i all i could say was you know i i know you're trying to give me a message but i wasn't getting it Right, right. And so you can ask Gus to help you get that message. And if you're not um, picking up on what it is during the day um, with like, things that happen through the day that can be the messages for you, ask for it in dream time and ask to be able to remember that when you, when you wake up. That's one of the main things because we can get it during dream time, but do we remember it when we wake up? We want to remember it. That's the most important thing. And I think next time uh, when we um, get together on this show, um, I want to help folks with how to better remember their dreams uh, because that's where all the activity is happening. We on a, are on a regular basis. We're meeting with our loved ones and um, friends and stuff who've crossed over and we're having all kinds of associations, but we wake up and we don't realize that. We're in a good mood. We don't know why. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. 
Well, thank you. I really appreciate your answer. Uh, you're welcome. I'm sorry I couldn't give you a direct answer, but I hope that I gave you something to put you on your way to getting your answer. That's right. That's what you did. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And um, good luck with, you know, remembering. <laughs> yeah. We have answered everybody's questions, and you've okay, opened up the door, I think, Jillian, to even more. Um, and I made a note that next time we're going to talk about how to remember your dreams. Yeah. That is what you said, right? Yeah, that's I did. I did say that. Yeah, so, yeah and more and, stuff, too, yeah. Well, we, I guess we take one step at a time. Yeah, exactly. Um, I realize now, it's such you, a huge subject. Are you writing your book about this? So my book, um, I can tell you the name of it now because it's going to be um, barcoded like in the next 48 hours. Um, but it's nice. called, oh, oh, there you are. That's the title of the book. Oh, and, um, and it's about sightings and how to connect with your loved ones on the other side. So, uh, yeah, I'm... I don't remember what exactly you just asked me, but that's the title, and I'm so excited. And, and two weeks from now, I start uh, recording the audio. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that, too. <laughs> so I get I to use the next week or so to make sure that it's absolutely written the way I speak, which is what I did for um, Have We Met. And so many people, as they listen to the audio, they're like, wait a minute, I need the real book because there's no way that it's written like that. And they look at the book and they're like, whoa, it's actually written exactly what she said. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so funny. Years ago, I worked for um, social services. And so yeah. as a result, I was always writing reports a lot of psychological reports. And um, we had a a psychologist who came to visit, and he worked under a psychiatrist who never came to visit. But the psychiatrist loved my reports. He said they were very thorough, and and there there were no stones unturned when I wrote a report. It was like chronologically reading the incident from a camera's view. Right. It was like a little mini movie. And the psychologist said, oh, you wait till you, you, you need to go meet her because she speaks just like she writes. He goes, there's no way. Nobody writes exactly the way they speak. Right. And so this guy came in to visit, and I didn't know who he was. He just came to visit. And, right. you know, he got past the, the, the gate, the, you know, the guards at the gate or whatever, and I figured he was he was allowed to be there, so I would talk to him. So he right. was asking me questions, and I answered him exactly the way I talk. Right. And he goes, huh, Anthony was right. I'm like, excuse me, you know Anthony? He said, absolutely, <laughs> I'm, I'm Anthony's uh, superior. I said, oh, you're Dr. So-and-so. And he said, that's right. I said, well, what was Anthony right about? How devastatingly not drop dead gorgeous I am or what and and the guy just burst out laughing he says well aside from that right he said you talk exactly like you write your reports I said well doesn't everybody he goes oh no oh he no. said no most most people write their reports like it's poison and, and they have to yeah. administer it sparingly. You know, they're, they're very careful with their words. 
He right. said, you don't mince words and you, you don't leave out any details. He said, I yeah. said, I'm a storyteller, dude. What do you want from me? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Dang. And I think I've... that's what makes people like you and me, um, I guess, legitimate's the word I'm looking for. I'm not sure. Right, right. And lovable. And lovable. Uh-huh. Because, you know, because nobody, there, there is no pretense with us. What you see and what you hear. Yeah. Authenticity. That's the word I'm looking for, not legitimate. Yeah. What am I thinking yeah. Of? Although I hear you. Authenticity right. is legitimate. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I hear you about that. I, but you've given me food for thought for my books now. I'm thinking I need to record. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Mine, mine will so many, not be as, as professionally recorded as yours. I can promise you that. Well, you know, I don't know about that. You just be you, and it'll be amazing. Yeah, well, I, I just I don't I won't have access to a sound studio, but you know what? I can I can I can manifest that. This is after all Manifest Monday. Yes, that's right. So I think and that's what I need to manifest is access to a sound studio that's friendly and um, reasonable and yes. will work with me on my schedule. There you go. Yes, yes, that's going to happen. You're, watch, I can't I like wait it. to hear what you tell me about that. I, I'm excited um, because we both have different books coming out really So When do you anticipate yours coming out? Um, I mean, I really, it's, uh, I, I probably am going to release it prior to the audio being released because I just want to, like, have it be done. So I don't know, in the next couple of weeks, I mean, it's really that fast. Well, I'm in the process of pricing printers right now. Okay. And and I intend for my next book to be a hardback. Oh. So I may have to rethink my plan I may have to do a hardback limited edition and then come back with a paperback version. Right. Right. Um, Oh, that's a good idea. I've been doing a lot of praying on this and trying to figure right. out, but I've had so many people, when they hear what I'm doing, they want it in a hardback. It's, right. it's going to be going to be a journal of sorts. Oh. Um, it's called A Journey with Angels. Right. And it's a lot of information about the angels, about, right. well, not all of them, about two dozen of them. And... There are what I call prompts, questions. You know, have you ever, if, how often this week have you seen the number 222? Right. Or you know, when do you see the number 2828? Because there are angels that that's their number they resonate with. And, right. you know, what's your favorite flower? If it's a tulip, then you're working with so-and-so. Or, oh, right. Um, Different fragrances, and you know, I we talked about Metatron earlier. Um, so I asked, you know, have you ever? How, do you like to eat spicy food? You know, there's a reason some people like it and some don't. Right. <laughs> and I think a lot of that has to do with the angels that we're resonating with, and they're, that are trying to get our attention. Like you said, they've come to to us to speak to us, and we just stand there with our mouth open, going, ah. Uh, Wow. Right. 
I, I like to, you know, when I see a sign that one of my angels is near, I like to give them a double thumbs up. And right. I, I, I typically give them a peace sign and I say, hey, let's talk. And then I just sit back right. and I close my eyes and I start breathing and I see what happens. And sometimes something happens. Sometimes I take a nap. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think that too. I think sometimes that is a message from our angels and our loved ones. Stop working so hard. Right. It's that. But then also, you know, what did you not remember in that dream? I think, you know, we find a way to go to that place where we can be more expressive. Yeah. Um, And then it's just, did you remember it? So, yeah. And, you know, I have noticed when I do take naps and and as I'm uh, approaching a certain age, I, yes. I find that naps, naps are not underrated at all. They are absolutely wonderful. Oh, and love a nap. I dream when I'm napping. Absolutely. And I usually, I usually wake up from that dream and I'm like grasping at the straws. To, oh, I got to remember this. I got to remember that. Oh, I remember. I remember. And right. I go write it down and... Um, check out what the symbolisms are all about, and then I also ask myself, what does this what does this symbolize to me? You said your book is a journal. Do we get to write stuff? Yes. Is there like pages where we can write? Okay, yes. I got it. Awesome. That's awesome. Really awesome. Yeah, there, and and I've got to be very particular with the kind of paper I'm getting. I, I'm right. very because all of these things that I'm working with have been told to me, this is what I want you to do, a specific size even of right. the book. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm working on it little by little and I'm going to get there and I'm, I'm so excited. My plan is to have it ready by the 1st of November because I start, I have three events, three big events um, uh-huh. in November, three weekends in a row where I'm going to be okay. going physically selling the book. Right. Along with my other books. Oh my um, God, that's awesome! You're so good at that part. It's exciting. I've it's never even so... had a book signing, and I've written oh, four honey. books already. Right. You. I'm going to do a book have... signing on this one, and I'm going to do them all. Yeah, you, you <laughs> say I'm I'm um, launching this book, but I will be selling all of my books. Exactly, but and, I'll and yeah, and I'll talk about at least two of them at the book signing. And, and Jillian, you know, you can find a place to do this. I mean, you can rent a place to be all by yourself if you want to, or yeah. you can find you can find a bookstore or other stores. Yeah. You know, they don't oh, have yeah. to be bookstores. I know my silly day um, job. I've allowed it to get in my way too long, but not anymore. Good, 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 good. That's right. It's on now. Well, it's on, baby. <laughs> It's all like Donkey Kong. And in fact, my I was talking to my husband yesterday about, you know, different things I've got going on. And he said, well, you better get on the stick and quit talking to me and get in there and start writing. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this angel that God has sent into my life? Because right? my, first, my first husband told me that uh, my writing was a nice hobby, but don't <sighs> give up my day job. Right. Mm. And I I would be lost without my writing. That's why he's an ex. So I I just am so grateful 
that I've been blessed with this man in my life. Because he wants wants me to succeed. And never once has he said, how much does it cost? Right. Oh, awesome. And and that's what held me back. That's what held me back from publishing for 40 years was the how much Mm -hmm. does it cost and how can I justify this? Oh, no. Oh, yes. That was that was my biggest downfall was my ego. I wasn't worried about people rejecting me or saying it wasn't good enough. I was just, how much is it going to cost me? Well, it costs you more more not to write it. Yes. It actually doesn't cost that much to write a book. No. You don't have to to print 5,000 copies. I'm really glad you figured that out. And especially now in this print-on-demand, in this print-on-demand day, you know, we don't have you know garages full of hundreds of books and well, stuff those I, days are up. I'm actually do I'm actually doing it through Be Unique, which is very okay. helpful because I kick back a little portion to the nonprofit and right. I'm able to work with printers who are very usually very generous when they find out that we're a not for profit. Okay. Um, it gets the name of Be Unique out there a little more. Everybody gets a copy of the magazine when they get a copy of my book. Oh, so that's I, you nice. know, I'm working I'm working hand in hand with the organization to do, you know, more philanthropy work through my writing. And right. um even when I go to a book signing, I give out copies of Be Unique. Even if they don't buy a, a book, they get a copy right. of the magazine. That's really but good. But it is but your book is gonna be also available like Amazon and stuff like that, right? Not Currently, that's not the current plan. It is the plan. Okay. Um, they won't leave me alone, Jillian. <laughs> they're, they're, I'm constantly writing and writing and writing, and I'm also working with other writers to yeah. to sell their books and publish them through Be Unique. I'm illustrating for other writers, so I'm right. I'm, I'm really so busy that I don't have a lot of time to go format it for Amazon. But that's going to be one of my next steps. Okay, but um, there's not a, Amazon will take what you have. You don't have to format it for them. Okay. It's just a place where people can get your product. Oh, uh, we'll have to do that then. Yeah. And then, you know, and I can help you with when you're ready to do your audio, how that's linked in and stuff. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we've just done a two-hour show. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, this has been great. We've gone a little bit beyond time, and, and um, Pat's been sitting here listening the whole time. Pat, we love you to pieces. Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, it, but we're way beyond our normal hour, so I'm going to hit the button that says bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> bye, everybody. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Be Unique Radio's Manifest Monday show with Mary Brotherton. Come back every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern for more guidance on creating your ideal life. If you have questions about manifesting your happiness, email manifestmondayshow at gmail.com and Mary will respond on a future episode. Remember, friends, The fastest way to manifest your dreams is to speak them into existence. 
in positive present terms and to always remain grateful. See you next time.